When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment Hump Day. Let me try that again. Hump Day. You said Hump Day. I sure did, Steve. Thanks for picking up on that. I had like a kind of moment. She's getting it out now every day. It's Hump Day. It's Hump Day. Just settle down, everyone. Don't tell the dogs. She's at the top of her game. Oh, no. yeah, thank you. I'll tell you who was, oh gosh, at the top of his game last night, New York Yankees star Aaron Judge. Listen Yay! to this. People looking to grab that home run number 62. He's young. There's a strike, one and one. Okay, Tension building. Top of the first, by the way. Beginning of the game. Oh, his Judge mom's... hitting 310 after the one hit in game one. His mom's in the crowd. Let's go, Aaron. High fly ball. Deep left. There it goes. Yeah. He's done it. He has done it. 62. Woo-hoo. Aaron Judge is the American League single season home run leader. Yeah. So he's going around the bases, of course. He yeah. gets to the end. He literally hugged every single person he came into contact with. So everyone's yeah. waiting. He's hug. Next guy, hug. Next guy, hug. I'm Be like, honest. Oh, well. Was there a moment where you were like, okay, speed this up. Take it to the dugout. Yes. Okay. Okay. Here's the coolest part but about... I, I, I have goosebumps. The coolest part about, for me, what happened last night. So, so for context, Aaron Judge, uh, New York Yankees star, and he was in pursuit of the American League record, which would, would be 62 and is now 62 home runs. It had been 61 home run, uh, runs by former Yankee... Uh, Roger Maris. Right. And now, now there, the 61 mark has been broken before by Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa and then by Barry Bonds. But those guys, spoiler, um, all we're doing steroids is sort of the presumed outcome of their careers or human growth hormone. Aaron yeah, Judge doesn't yeah. have any of that controversy around him, um, at this point. And so that's great. And I think it made it a bit more of a pure pursuit. And a reason why a lot of people were cheering for him, there are some people who will say this is the record. This this is like the clean record if, you know, if he stays clean the rest of his career, which presumably mm-hmm. we all hope mm-hmm. he does. The coolest part of all that, that was an away game last night. Oh, yes. And the whole crowd, they was were at the Texas it. Rangers, they were standing when he came to the plate. They all wanted to see history. They wanted to be there for history. It looked like a sellout. And uh, and sure enough, when it happens, when he hits it, you hear just the crack of the bat. You know when you've got a home run. It's like 
hits the sweet spot, makes a different kind of a sound. Oh, it does? Yes. And then it just this pure sound. It's similar to what happens in golf. When you connect perfectly on a drive or a shot, it's a different sound. It's a different feel in your hands. Then the crowd goes crazy when they hear the crack. They see it going toward the fence. And then when it is officially a home run, they go up another level and yes, it gets even louder. So I watched it a few times last night and was like, that's a fun moment. It is. It is. I just hearing the crowd roar gave me like it's such all a the great feels. feeling. Yeah, yeah. And his mom's it. there and you get to witness history and it's just so cool. So. Sports unscripted <laughs> right? entertainment. We are your athletic supporters. Come on. Thank you. Tiger Bomb. Guys, I'm getting three new toilets today. Thank you for asking. I just want to be clear we're in the A block. Sort of hot stories of the day. Are we sh- are, are, that's okay. Are we shifting to toilet talk? Well, you know, I had a six hundred dollar bill, water bill, water bill, yes. and I'm like, right. all right, Whoa. let's have someone come out and see if I have a leak. Well, they only do inside; they don't do outside. Yeah, and so I've got to get my sprinkler guy out oh. to look to see if I have a leak out there. Yeah. But there was a toilet that was constantly running. Just like so, that. I couldn't even hear it. It was just filling up constantly. Mm-hmm. And the chain, I mean, couldn't you just adjust the chain? It's not It's not that. Chain? I think it's beyond that. Okay. I guess I could get a new, okay. Guy comes out. He goes, um, what did he say? He said, uh, you know, we could get a stool flange. And I go, well, now you're just making up words. <laughs> yeah, on, I'm buddy. not buying this, Eric, <laughs> yeah. from Dean's. I'm like, I'm not buying this. What is a stool flange? I go, is that like a phalange? He's like, it's a real thing. I'm like, okay. Okay, Eric. (laughs) Eric From Dean's Home Services. Anyway, um, they got out there real fast for me. So shout out to Dean's. Yeah, Uh, I've used them before. They're they're just really efficient. Are toilets cheap? I've never purchased a toilet ever. They are not cheap, by the way. I wonder if I need a new toilet. I got a weird thing happening with the toilet. You do? Mine's kind of a new toilet. At least the handle. The handle keeps falling out. Just like, I'm out. I'm no longer in the toilet. popping out? Popping out. And that can cause some problems with toilet running and stuff like that. Oh, for the love. What do you want me to do? You know, home ownership sometimes really sucks. Because it's not what it's people think it's cracked up to be. Correct. If you're living in an apartment, you're renting. Call the soup. You're doing the right thing. Because, listen, you don't have to deal with $138 seed for your lawn. Although. Roof. When the housing market goes up for no reason that you did not impact at all, and suddenly you look and you have about $100,000 more equity in your home, that's when home ownership is pretty great. But it's pretty great. But when your toilet breaks or the furnace goes. Or the water heater. It's like. Not fun. If I. It's just let's just say a water heater is like three, four thousand dollars, and it's in the Ugh. basement, you know. And it's not like, hey, come on over and look at the new, you know, lighting that I bought. Right? Yeah, look at this new dining room table. No, you're spending three thousand dollars on like a hunk of metal that nobody sees. So are you not going to do a toilet tour? I am definitely doing Does a toilet tour. Does that mean tour. she uses each one in a, uh, a day? Oh, yeah. I don't know how many times she visits one. Oh, no. Let's not talk. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I did juice cleanse yesterday, which means I went to the bathroom about 87 <laughs> times. Yesterday was the diaper day. I should have done the no, diaper. Oh, no. I'm doing a diaper. It's going to happen. So are you talking you had to pee a lot? I had to pee a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. it, 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 none of the cleanses that I've ever done. 
And Rajneesh has done quite a few. None of them have ever impacted me negatively in regards to sit-down situations. I just have to pee a lot. I'm just flushing my body. Oh, sorry for flushing my body of toxins. Mm. Sorry, we blew up. We got to go. We're going to come back, though. Steve's got some random fun facts to share. Yeah, should Taco Bell bring back this menu item from the 80s that you probably never knew existed? Intriguing. You'll love it or hate it. I'll tell you about it next. Hey guys, Stevie Boy for Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Hey, you're looking for something to add to your fall activity list. Maybe you've already hit up the pumpkin patches and the apple orchards. You need something new. How about Footloose at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters? Featuring hit songs like Almost Paradise, Holding Out for a Hero, and Let's Hear It for the Boy. You will be singing and dancing all week. Leaves you on on a high, leaves you with a vibe. Now, maybe concerts are more of your thing. Chan has a ton of the best tributes. Few tickets remain to the ultimate Queen tribute. It's performed by Johnny James and the Hall of Fames. Uh, don't miss, there's also a once-in-a-lifetime presentation and concert about the popular 60s band, The Lovin' Spoonful, known for the hits like Do You Believe in Magic, Summer in the City. Uh, it's going to be great. You can get your tickets now. Chan DT.com. And when's the last time you had a big belly laugh? How about Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret? They deliver those every Friday and Saturday night. Tickets just 28 bucks. Chenass and Dinner Theaters, always entertaining you. Hey, good morning and welcome back, you guys. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Show on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Am I right? <laughs> See what I mean? Thank you, Steve. Things that make you go. CNC Music Factory who do that song. That's way. awesome. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for that. I'll share this before I give you a Taco <laughs> Bell fun fact. Okay. We have a shared document. We've talked about this before where we can prep remotely. Anybody can add things to the show. We Donna accidentally renamed it from Donna and Steve mm-hmm. to, tip. Um, to Tip a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> and we were like, oh, that's funny. And then during the show, I was like, wait a second. I could, we could rename this anytime. So then I named it Butt Doctor. And it was funny, especially leading into our movie, which had kind of a callback to Butt Doctor. And uh, so yesterday, Lou Lou opens a computer, and <laughs> she Lou uh, like leads this, this Bible study group, okay? And so she then is in charge of uh, one of the things is like sending out, gathering prayer requests from the people that are in the group, hmm. and then facilitating those to the group so that they can be remembering each other in prayer throughout the week, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, point is, she's going in with this like, let me send out the prayer request to the team. And then she goes, and the first Google <laughs> Doc now just says, but Dr. Headquarters. <laughs> She said, what's going on with your stuff? Who added headquarters? Did you do that? When did you do that? A couple days ago. It was a nice addition. But I just thought, that's a pretty funny juxtaposition. As it's like, dear ladies, here's what we can remember in prayer. (laughs) But Dr. Headquarters. She's like, why don't we pray for my husband while we're at it? Let's look up the Donna and Steve experience. Anyway, very funny. She was laughing about that. Um I got a thing. You already hit the thing, so I'll tell you the thing. Okay, tell us the thing. Taco Bell had a menu item back in the 80s that I wonder, do you think they should bring it back? They had a seafood salad back in 1986. Oh, God. All right, hear me out, though. It contained shrimp, crab, and white fish in a tortilla bowl. And I'm all for edible, you know, China. Do you think that Taco Bell should bring back the seafood salad, shrimp, crab, and fish, uh, white fish in a tortilla bowl. Um, 
So that's like a crunchy bowl that you can sure, eat. Sure, sure. Is there lettuce? It's like a taco salad except with uh, fishy stuff on it. Yeah, my concern with the some of the fish stuff, and I, I love Taco Bell. I don't like the word white fish. Yeah, any descriptive term you don't like. You don't like. like tell us what it is. Is it cod? Is it tilapia? Fish. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? It's good. It's what it is. I do like white fish. <laughs> oh my god, I just did it. It seems like it would be watery to me. That's my concern is that there mm-hmm. might be residue water from the shrimp or the crab oh. or the white fish that then you would look at the bottom of your tortilla bowl no. would be soggy because of excess fish water. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I don't like, know. So it's not like a seafood salad where it's like in a like a crab salad that has mayonnaise in it. I'm not hearing about mayonnaise. I okay, feel like mayonnaise that's... could sop up some other water too and just sort of but you don't ever want there to be separation at the end no i feel that way even about thalta when there's there's some thalta that's very good but then at the end of it it's like oh all of the little tomato pieces are gone and now here we are just looking at watery stuff (laughs) i also think i have a confession to make okay first i'll tell you this then you can confess i i don't want to buy fish from my fast food I don't want fast food fish. Thank you. Wow. Suck it, Long John Silvers. <laughs> well, I wouldn't call that fast food. That's fast it's food. a restaurant. No, it's not. A, no, you're thinking Red Lobsters or a sit-down restaurant. Long John Silvers is and fast Captain food. Captain D's is fast food fish. Wait a sec. Long John Silvers is fast food. drive through, come in, order at the counter, get it before you even go sit down. For real? Yeah, a lot oh. of malt vinegar. Ask for malt vinegar. Do you think that Long John Silvers is a fancy sit-down establishment? I don't think it's fancy, but... I no, mean, you think it's like a red lock? For sure. Okay. I guess I guess we don't have those here. I guess we don't have those here. That was better. <laughs> My confession is despite what I just said about the watery separation at the bottom of salsa, I have within the last month, and by that I mean probably two weeks, finished a tub of salsa by just drinking the salsa water at you the bottom. <laughs> I'm a hypocrite. Why? Because of hunger and compromise. Is it like a Costco size thing? No, it was like uh what's it what's it called? The mama, you know a what's, tub? It was a plastic tub and um and at the end it was just there and I was mama. like It's not mama, mama. what's the salsa? What, mama Not the mama. What's the name of that salsa? It's a good salsa. It has a lady's name in it. Lisa. Lisa Salsa Lisa. Salsa Lisa. Is that it? Yeah. I think so. That's a cute name. Yeah. Um, When I used to eat Subway sandwiches, my favorite one was Seafood Sensation. I never had that. Which is fake crab. It was was like a chicken salad. I used to. I had their tuna. It was great. It's good. Love buying crab but it's i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Imitation crab? Yeah. In the store? Yeah. And I would eat that all the time and then I was like, wait, it's potatoes. What is this? Like, what is it made of? What do you get it in? A tin? Like it comes a little... like in a plastic a pouch like... in, the, oh. in, the, in the refrigerated, like buy meat. I don't what feel good that? about pouch what? food. 
It's made of potatoes, mostly. Are you being serious? I'm serious. Like, because I looked it up, I used to do the same thing thinking, oh, this is a low-carb experience. Right. And right. you're like, well, maybe not. Okay, it's wait a, a second. I'm, I'm very disturbed oh. by that. Why would they call it, why does it taste like crab? Um, crab <laughs> juices. All See, right, we go back soap. to the fish water. Yeah, fish water. I don't know. Okay, what is imitation crab, and should you eat it? It's made from surimi, fish flesh that has been deboned, washed to remove fat and unwanted bits, then minced into a paste. Oh, my God, that sounds disgusting. No potatoes? I'm not seeing potatoes right now. I just lied. Uh, In short, imitation crab is processed fish meat. Gross. Oh, actually, there is starch in it, either potato or corn or wheat to stabilize it. Egg whites. I'm so grossed out right now. You guys remember? Wait, I got to look this up. Steve, are you still here? I mean, what are you doing? Crab sticks. Ew. Let's all listen to Steve type in in the computer right now. Okay. All right. What is he? I I just want to, I want to get this right. Um, looking at the hazelnut creamer, I'm pretty sure that when I, you know, you're talking about imitation crab, the hazelnut creamer that I used to drink, <laughs> and it was, first of all, it's not a dairy product. The fact that they even refrigerate that garbage yeah. at a grocery store is a total lie. They are playing with your mind. It does not have any dairy in it. It does not need to be refrigerated. It is more or less... Chemicals. Like oil, like vegetable oil. Oh, Steve, and just is, think of how much you were putting in your coffee. I know exactly how much I was putting in my coffee. Was it liquid? Eight or? tablespoons per cup. I had <laughs> three cups per morning, and then Steve. I'd have another one at lunch, which means... <laughs> you were not putting eight tablespoons. Oh, that Donna, would be easy to do. I you measured it two it separate times. How? I pour it in first, and then I poured it into a measuring cup. Yes. And I was like, oh my gosh. That's eight. And then I did it again and made sure it it tasted exactly like I always have it. That means I was having 40 grams of processed sugar in my first cup of coffee. Then in my second, then in my third. Friends, it wasn't 9 a.m. yet, which means I was 120 grams of sugar deep before I went on the radio. And then I wondered, why can I not lose these final five pounds? It's so simple. I stopped, and then I had another afternoon cup. Guys, I stopped drinking hazelnut creamer, cold turkey. I lost eight pounds in a week. <laughs> yes! See? See, that goes That's to Olivia show thing. That they tell you, you that right away. Little it, things that you don't know you're eating. Like soda. Up. If you're drinking, you know, three a day, that's yeah. 160 calories per can. I may as well have had three Snickers before I came on the air. Every right. morning. And <laughs> right. another one at lunch. All right. All right, Giselle and Tom Brady news. And somebody mm. that I think needs to chill out. I'll tell you about it next. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, producer Don McClain hanging with us for hour one. Hey, girl. Hey. Hi. Hey, Don. You do the morning show today? I did. It was very pleasant. And now you're here. I know. I love it. And then I'm going to do the Krabby Coffee Shop. Oh, oh that's today. Wow. Yeah. Kenny's okay. still back. alive. He is. <laughs> First time back from going on vacation I and then Project t- Down and Dirty. I have not seen Kenny. Probably since last Project Down and Dirty. I saw him during the state fair, but um, he didn't seem as excited to see me as I was to see him. Oh, really? <laughs> well, he's a little more subdued, his energy. He gets yeah. very nervous about broadcasting in front of people. It's He, he trembles. Oh, so I he's mean, got he a little freaks out. social anxiety. Big time. So do I. I get it. 
Um, oh, that's interesting. Oh, he trembles. He does. He gets very, very nervous. And he's like, I can't do this. And I'm like, yes, you can. Yeah, you Don't can. be dumb. Get out there. He's great. <laughs> that's the encouragement. I'm very, like my mom. What, yeah. do you guys, what do you guys talk about on your podcast? Oh, anything and everything. It's whatever we want to talk about, which oh. is such a delight. What's That's today? Fun. What's on the docket well, I'm for today? We're talking about um, some mishaps I had on my vacation, mm. um, observations, oh. and things from my trip. Could I be a guest mm-hmm. on it sometime? Uh, please. Oh, do. I, thought, oh I was like, oh crap! I'm getting shut down. You know, Kenny thinks right you're after. the funniest person, yeah, ever. Like he came up to me and said, "Okay." I'm, is Steve really that good? I don't think I've ever met anybody so naturally talented at oh, being on the air. He's yeah, very, he's like, it he's... really freaks me out. <laughs> he, it, it's true. That's very nice. <clears throat> I, uh, that's so kind of him to say that. Um, I think that it would be really fun because I never really get to talk to Kenny. And I told him for a while that I was afraid of him. And then I told him as much in an email because I tried to interview him on Twin Cities Live. And oh, he yeah. declined. And he said, you know, look, I only, essentially, I only appear, crawl out from the hole under the most intensive pressure. Oh, sure. And so I would just like to decline. And I, when I told him I was afraid of him, he said, don't be, I'm just an asshat. Aww. It was, it was nice and very self-deprecating. He's great at what he does. And so I never get to interact with him. I get to interact with the great Don McLean every day. Oh, thank I you. I never get to see. <clears throat> and uh, Donna Valentine. Yes. No, you yes. know, I'm obsessed with your talent. You know that, Donna. But I uh, I really, I, I think it'd be fun. And then we could all just chat about whatever. Because sometimes Donna, you know, gets mad at me because I go off topic. But if you guys sort of just sh- shoot the breeze about whatever, I just we, come oh, for like yeah. 10 minutes. Oh, it it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, one time they pranked me and they brought, you know who Rookie is? Oh, no. Bill- yes. No and love him. Okay. So they pretended that... Um, that they had somebody on the line who had been abducted by aliens. Oh, yeah. And then they, and then at first it was like, I totally believed that I was really supporting this person on the air. And then they said that, um, oh my that God, he don't. had, um, that the aliens had removed his nipples and planted seeds there. Oh! <laughs> and that they had like, and they were growing new nipples from him. And that oh every gosh. season they'd shed off in a new nipple. Oh my God. If you say nipple out. one more time, I'm going to. Okay. Yeah, you know when I hate that word oh, so you do? much. Oh my god! You know if yes. I do like a little um, peck pop thing, just as a joke to be uh, annoying, like I did in the movie, my daughter uh, Lila, she'll say, "Dad, do that thing with your nipples." Ew. <laughs> She's no. so cute. I love her. She's the one with the weird hair, right? Oh, She's, she's, out, she, it, it is straightening out now. It's growing. She's on biotin. Thank you for asking, Donna. Oh. She's on a full supplement regimen. Are you being serious? I said regimen. <laughs> it's fine. You're yeah, she's on biotin to help because her hair wasn't growing quite the way that oh. the doctors were expecting to. So they're well, like, no, yeah, I get on this. You should. Yeah. Thinking, you know, she's no, she always has crazy. Cra- it's always when it she wakes up. It, it's just when she first wakes up. No one shared this with her. She, I love her just to pieces. And we love this about her. But her hair <laughs> looks like the um, when she first wakes up looks like the. Nick Nolte <laughs> mugshot. mugshot, you know, it's just like some people's hair. They wake up in the morning and it's all put together and other people. Oh it's gosh. like we have a dreamer on our hands. I see. <laughs> oh, cute. Oh, my gosh. So funny. All right. Well, back to Hang our on. show. Just, yeah. I'm just marking it down. 932 Donna hair shame. My seven year old oh daughter. Gosh. I'm just writing it down in case I'm this just, elevates. She's adorable. Oh. I love her. Even though you keep your children far, far away from me. Have they ever met you? 
Um, I met Alan a couple times. Yeah. Oh, and you saw Lila at the state fair a couple years ago. It was just kind of like a, a wave. Kind Can of we just yeah. do like an Aunt Don and Aunt Donna day where we hang out with your kids? <sighs> yeah. Please. You and your wife can go on a date. Yes. Let us babysit. We'll order pizza. That would be funny to have the two of you come over and babysit. We'd have a whole, we'd have an entire first hour of content. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For weeks. <laughs> totally. All, All right. right. Well, just think All on right. it. Just think on it. Okay. All right. Uh, bye now. Okay. Me now. Me Mean Nile? Regimen? Is this what death is like? Are you having a stroke? Oh, I don't no. know. Jeez. Good thing Rocco's not in here. He'd already be firing up the crematorium. He'd be like, this guy's about out of here. Let's go. Get Crescent tied on the yeah. line. Hey, I'm Rocco. You might remember Steve, who I used to do this show with. I cremated him this morning. No, it's a wonderful option, and it's really cost-effective. Oh, nice. All right. (laughs) For your disaster. Uh, Giselle Bündchen has reportedly hired a divorce lawyer. I know. Tom Brady apparently looking for one as well. No. Although, uh, according to the story, he's, quote, trying to figure out what to do. You know, can I just first say this, Donna? I appreciate your response in that, because here's what's really kind of irritates me about pop culture and how we consume it is I feel sad too. Anytime I hear about like a celebrity divorce, I feel sad. But if you read like the New York Post or DMZ or whatever, it just feels like, oh, great. We've got content. Another yes. story here. And I'm like, guys, there are kids involved. It's a family. There's a husband yeah. and a wife involved in all of this. So my first, a lot of people are trying to figure out what's really going on here. Tom Brady retired. He retired for 40 days and then he announced he was coming back. And... Some folks are wondering if that is the driving point of tension here of you said you were going to retire, spend more time with the family, and then 40 days later you say, I need to go and do it again. Right. Um, that is, neither of them have said that, but that is the public presumption is right. that this right. has to do with it. And so I find myself thinking, oh man, if if that's true, if we have to contemplate that as a potential reality, just like the 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 end of the day after the NFL, you throw your final pass, you go back home, and and what and what's left? Like if you did, well, did you sacrifice your family? No, I know, but I mean in terms of family, is it because Worth now it. the question is, and the, and the Twitter, the, all the tweets are like, did he sacrifice his family so that he could have one more run? At whatever, because you just couldn't hang it up. Right. There might be a lot of other things involved. And by the way, they haven't said that they're officially filing for divorce. I know the signs seem to point you in that direction. Uh, but it just makes you think, oh, man. That's a dumb reason to get divorced. Oh, I think. Keep saying stuff. Help me understand your um, perspective. For her to file divorce papers because... He has so much passion for his job. I mean, yes, be mad, have an argument about it, but to file for divorce, that's here's, so here's extreme. You have an incoming opinion, Don. Hit she us. says she has said that she put her career on hold uh, to have children for his career. And so as a model, she might have wanted to do something else and get back into something instead of raising just solely right. raising the kids and i think that it was her time i'm speculating here but what if you learned that after all that time with not being with your husband and putting all of your life into the kids and his career that you were going to get your shot to get outside of the house and then he's like ah 
you know, he made the decision on his own to go back. Right. 40 days after he, you know, she'd be like, no, this doesn't work for me. Yeah, I see that point. It just seems like I think these two people really love one another. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know, for well, better and for worse. Yeah. I mean, why even say those words if you don't mean it? Yeah, listen, I hear you. You know, I... I feel that way anytime I hear about a divorce, I go back in time. And I, by the way, I know that not all divorces are created equally. And so I want to, let's lead with that. So setting that table, but for, let's go to like irreconcilable differences. And that might be the case with Giselle. I hate that reason. I just like, don't like, it just feels like it, it is wants to tear your family apart. And it is the exact opposite of what you promised each other publicly at your wedding. Right. That feels like I, you know, and I get it. It's easy to say things. It's tougher to do. And you need two people to come together and to commit to working on something right. and moving through it. I understand all that. But to your point, you think back to for better or worse, like that means it's almost like the vowels. What we're really saying is there are going to be times when our marriage is awesome and there are going to be times when it sucks and I want out. Right. But I will stay committed to you. Right. I won't let my feelings drive my decisions. I will let my commitment drive my right. decision. And of course, there, like you said, not all divorces For are created sure, totally. equal. I mean, uh, there are so many reasons: addiction, abuse, all that stuff. Cheating, of course, cheating. cheating. Yep, absolutely. Um, so it just seems to me that this isn't any of that. Yeah. And it just, well, we don't I think know. it hurts my heart. Right. We yeah, don't, we don't know. We don't like know. they've been living separately. Did you say this for a year? No. She hasn't been to any of the Bucks games. You know, mm. they're, it's, it's sad. It's been working up and it's probably way more than we know or could speculate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It just sort of spins into sort of a, you know, a different conversation because people talk about Giselle and Tom and then they sort of spin it into the topic of what makes marriages end up breaking. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, my unpopular opinion here is I think that culturally the easy thing to do as friends, when you hear that there's marital strife, the easy thing is to support and be like, yes, girl or dude or bro, you deserve to be happy. And if they're not making you happy, then you have got to go be very careful of that because you're chasing after the wind. If you're expecting happiness to come from your spouse and i think that that support i feel like it's often well intentioned when you hear that someone's going to leave their marriage and it's like girl you need to do what's right for you i don't buy that though right. i feel like that you know because the whole idea of marriage when you say i'm going to get married to somebody or i'm going to commit to this person forever you are absolutely laying down your own happiness and your own vision of what life could look like mm-hmm. and the idea is not until like when I'm not happy, then I got to go somewhere else. And that support what we really say when we stand with people in a wedding as a part of the bridal party, the groomsmen, whatever, mm-hmm. when you do the that, congregation, you are yeah. not you're saying the exact opposite of I will. Yes, girl, you if you're not happy, then you need out. You're saying the opposite. You're saying if you turn, we will push you back to the commitment because you've asked me to stand with you as you make a public commitment. And I need people around me that will push me back. And by the way, I say this with our marriage and people are like, oh, yeah, but you get four kids and you get a house and all this stuff. I say this um, with our marriage having gone through as great a difficulty as many marriages could imagine. And we had people that pushed us back to each other. 
early on in our a few years in our marriage, and they pushed us back when our feelings said run, give up, can't fix it, Mm -hmm. and they pushed us back to each other. And I thank God that they did the uncomfortable thing, which isn't hey girl, if he's not making you happy, or if hey dude, if you feel like like, this is not the fit anymore, it's remember what you said, live out this commitment. That's awesome, Steve. And I, I, I know it's not always that easy. It's not always that cut and dry. It's not always that black and white. But it's usually hard and very often worth it. By the way, um, I think Sylvester Stallone and his wife, Jennifer Flavin, got back together. Jennifer Flavin? Should Isn't that her I have name? known this name? Flavin? Flavin. I'm sure. Jennifer Flavin. She's a model. So anyway, they were apart and then they got back together. Remember he put a dog's together. face tattooed over her face? Oh. <laughs> yeah, he did. The dog from Rocky, he just had a redo of that, her face on his arm to be the dog, his dog. Yeah. And the the okay. irony is that they were allegedly, she was upset because he brought home a dog without consulting with her, which is also oh. a stupid reason. But they're back marriage. together. I believe so. I believe that's the wow, latest. that's cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, whatever. See, maybe By the listen way, to your advice, Steve. I was going to say, Antonio Brown, shut up. This is a good time for you to not insert yourself. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. It's us, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with producer Don McClain. Let's do this. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. You know, this actually sounds pretty ideal to me, but you're going to disagree with me. Um, Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker recently got married for, I don't know, months ago. Okay. They still don't live together. Oh, interesting. Yes. So I guess it turns out that it all has to do with their kids. They're trying to blend their families, Mm. you know, and they're trying to figure that out. Um, They don't want to rush it, maybe. Right. So they're they're trying to figure all that out. That explains why her kid is still sleeping with her. Remember, we had that story yesterday. Yeah. How old? Ten. Ten. No. Oh, Dawn, there's a lot. conversation. Yeah. Alicia Silverstone. um, Boy or girl? Well, hers is a girl. Alicia Silverstone's is a boy. No. He's 11. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no. No. A strong opinion coming in from one Don McLean. Don, why? Tell, tell us your, uh, your thought on that. Because they need to find their own independence, including like uh, sleeping in their own bed at night. Yeah. And, and you're relying, like, it's actually more for the parent. It's it's actually damaging to the child. Yeah, because I you don't want them to have separation anxiety and all other you know all sorts Plus, of social they start issues happening to boys. Right at that age, and you're in bed with your mom. Sure. No. Yeah. Didn't Alicia Silverstone say it was? She was like doing her. What was it? It was like nature. Like if we were sleeping in a jungle, yes, and there were and there yes. were there were gorillas that were going to kill us. Then, borderline abusive. Then Alicia. she had she had to be you know near them. I'm just doing okay. what nature would sort of call on me to do. Anyway, I I suggested you know just for the sake of the conversation, if you live in a multi level Beverly Hills establishment, maybe yeah. it's not the same threat that's no. there, and so you don't need no. to protect in the same way. Absolutely not. That's for you and you only. Well, and she also didn't Alicia Silverstone like baby birded 
yeah. her kid, she and would chew his food until for- last year or something. I mean, <laughs> seriously, this is not healthy. Yeah, it's not healthy for their development as a human being. Right, that is really right. screws people up. I think. Anyway, I'm off my soapbox. So soapbox. That was hey, great. Check Oh my gosh. Okay, now you have a little something on Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, who are still going through this ugly divorce. <sighs> yeah, geez, Louise. There are new court papers. We'll move through this quick because we we want to be happy. This is this is a tough read here. It's New dark. court papers. Angelina Jolie claims that during that infamous plane trip that they had in 2016, that her then husband Brad Pitt choked one of their kids and <gasps> struck another. He also supposedly poured beer and red wine on Angelina and the kids. <sighs> um, they that plane ride took place just days before the divorce in 2016. She says Brad quote choked one of the children, struck another in the face. He also grabbed Jolie by the head <gasps> and shook her. Um, Angelina says Brad poured beer on her and red wine on the kids and beer. And she like jumped on Brad's back at one point to stop him. And he quote, threw himself backwards into the airplane seats, injuring Jolie's back and elbow. Um, some of the children pleaded with Pitt to stop. They were all frightened. Many were crying. Federal authorities did investigate the incident, but declined to press charges. But you know what? That incident sounds like a drunken mm-hmm. tirade, rage. this drunken yep. rage in all in a place where no one can get away because right. you're on a private jet. Why didn't she bring all this up before during the, when she brought up all the other ugly stuff in the divorce? Why is she doing it now? Because they're still fighting for um, is this the winery? estate, yeah, the Chateau Mirabal. I mean, what are <sighs> the other kids saying? What do they remember? That's what I want to know because I know the... Pax, I think his name is, or Pox, Pax. Pax, yeah. Um, the oldest one, who was her child before yes. Brad came into the picture, He, I know they don't have a good relationship. No, um, because he was the target. Mm. of, And he was trying to help his mom, mm-hmm. according to reports. But, but it's just awful. All this other stuff. Tough, yeah, I'm not stuff. saying she's lying, because I don't think that she would lie about this. It's just, I don't know about the... I'm just... Worried about the timing of this? Did she not say all of it to protect the kids? Good question. Or maybe because it's so damaging for him. Yeah. That, you know, maybe she, to some extent, is trying to protect that, his reputation. But... Yeah, you wonder if he will be asked about this now in a future interview. Does oh. he say, look, you know, I look back on, there's a lot of regrets that I have and I'm focused on, you know, doing better as a dad, as whatever. Right. Or does he share about it? I don't know. Because he, he's sober now. Yes. And so that, and I mention that because sometimes when you've gone from uh, addict to sober, that opens up a layer of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's like, just stare it all right in the face. Don't right. run from it. Right. Look at what, you know, so I don't know. But I wonder. That's a tough thing to read. It's tough to imagine the kids going through that, Angelina going through that. Yeah. And then I'm yeah. sure Brad woke up the next day with like a mountain of regret. If For all sure. of that is true, you would think. Yeah. Who knows? Dawn, you gotta go. I you do. can't just work all day. You have to I'm gonna go. go do another show right now. Oh, that's right. Tell Kenny we said hi. <laughs> I will. Okay, all right. and we love Much you. love. We've got uh, DJ Rock Lobster coming in next. We've got music news. Why Coldplay had to just cancel three weeks of their upcoming mm. concert. Next. 
For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Hey.